Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor did their best to help Marvin put his fleet back together. After getting the bison safe for habitation, the Outlaws ventured out to find survivors on board smaller vessels. We left the crew after they found Marvin's wife's body, not breathing. And that's where we're hopping in. Um, And just to clarify, there is a second person there, correct? There is a second person there. Also, it's a little girl. That looks a lot like the woman that you see floating on board the ship. When you say little, how little are we talking? Like five, three years old, ten. five, seven. Um, like I don't know, ten. Let's say ten. Ten's a good number. Okay, so it's unlikely to be Marvin's daughter. <laughs> you don't have, that's- you don't know. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think that's what would immediately come to mind. I mean, it could be like that Star Trek episode where Troy gets pregnant and then her kid becomes like a ten-year-old and. 12 hours it could be like that but then again it could also not be like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm assuming you just watched that episode then i mean like a week ago now but yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) who's all in this scene everybody i think no not sully sully stayed on the ship oh gotcha yeah because sully's been with the other families and did something happen to no i'm fine now no that was the last ship where you got shot I couldn't remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember from the last time. I think you were just jumping in, like, trying to shake off yes. what happened. Maybe I just failed, like, the investigate role, and I was not the person who discovered her. I don't know. Okay, I can be here. <laughs> All right, so what's everyone doing? I mean, I want to get them back to the honor as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, as soon as Vi sees them, uh, she's going to uh, jump on the comm. Critch, Sully, we're going to need you, uh, like, AED kit or something, because we have two people not breathing here. I am on my way. Uh, and then go in with Mal and try to get them onto our ship. Cool. Roll plus cool for both of you. So act under pressure. Are we doing it, We or both act under pressure, or is one of us supporting the other? Uh, you can just both act under pressure. Okay. That's a nine. Did we establish that there's not really... Gr- gravity on the ship that it's like been damaged they, right they are floating okay. yeah yeah they're floating that is a 12 dang wow okay <laughs> yeah. so you guys did really good you're good at all this zero g maneuvering congratulations i hope you feel very happy with your performance in this in this part of the game um so you glide over and manage to grab both of them working together and bring them back on board the ship as soon as you break the plane of your vessel and theirs, so like whatever that entryway is between the two of you, gravity returns and they both immediately slump in your arms. Was there oxygen on the ship or no? It was leaking very quickly. So if you remember when uh, you opened the doors to other vessels, you felt like positive pressure behind you. So your ship had more atmosphere than theirs. Yeah, it was more extreme. And your ship is currently like leaking atmosphere through their ship because you're connected to it uh while we're waiting for sully to get here do we have any like oxygen masks or anything like right inside the ship that we could try to give them um i don't think you would have anything on you immediately that could do that but you could like roll smarts and try to do cpr yeah i mean that's what i'm both of them that's what i'm gonna do then can jyla do that too sure why am I even here? <laughs> well, we're waiting for you. Yeah. I said I was on my way, so I, wouldn't I be there? Well, I didn't think you are here yet. I don't know. That's up to you and Cody. <laughs> I mean, it's up to Cody. I, I have a way for this to play out. All right. That's an eight for me. I got a five. So I think that I am kind of like just like smacking uh, what's her name in the face. Yeah. So I'll say that 
uh, Jyla, you're just slapping the little girl in the face. Just like... No, I specifically wanted the adult woman because I am slapping her in the okay, face. Okay, so you're just slapping the adult woman in the face. I didn't mean, like, meanly. I just mean in an attempt to revive. Jyla gets down, gets it like, I know CPR. <laughs> like, gets down, puts her hands, like, on her shoulder, and then just like... Smack, 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 smack. Whack! <laughs> Oh, wait, there's something about breathing. Take, well, she ta- Jyla takes a deep breath, smacks her head. <laughs> Vi, what's her name? You, you said this, this is Marvin's wife? I think, I'm trying to, like, like one, two, three. Jai, I kind of got a constant set, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> oh, sorry. And right then is when Sully runs into the scene Seeing Jyla slapping a woman and Vi <laughs> trying to give CPR to a young child. All right, Sully, what you do? Oh, this is such a bad choice. <laughs> no, this is where Sully dies. Um, he's going to use his magic powers to heal a child. Uh, okay, and just so you know, like, how many hit points do you have left? Four. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to, like, one hit point is stable. You know what I mean? Like, there's no mechanic for dying. Cool. Does that make sense? <clears throat> yes. I will do one hit point because I don't got a lot left. <laughs> I got a nine. Uh, cool. So you take one hit point of damage and one hit point goes into the little girl. You see her chest start to rise and fall. Oh, wait, actually, sorry. I forgot to tell you. This is kind of a choice on you. So you gained, uh, you guys as a crew gained two camaraderie from Vi and Jyla trying to help with the CPR before you got there. Um, however, only one of them can be used in this current action because Caitlin failed. So she didn't help with CPR, but you guys are working together as a team. But you can use Mandy's plus one if you want to make that roll you just did a 10. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, cool. So you just heal her for one hit point. <laughs> and, and don't, and he doesn't take the damage. And you, and you do not take the damage. Yeah. Nice. And your camaraderie is currently at two and you still have, uh, Marvin's wife, Lyra, uh, who is still not breathing. Cool. Um, I will do, I guess, the same, same thing on her then, too. Okay, cool. How many hit points are you trying to heal? Uh, one again. Okay. That is a seven. Okay, cool. You take one damage. She coughs, and her eyes flutter open, and she looks up at you and goes, What am I doing on board a vessel like this? I demand to be returned back to whence I came. How dare you ruffians kidnap me? She like kind of struggles up and starts slapping at Vi or at Jyla, who's still kind of standing <laughs> over her. I have never been more offended in my life. Hey, hey! A quick question, Cody. Yes. Is this is she like a hue? Sorry, I'm talking really loud. Is she human or is she like a cat lizard person like Mandy is? She is. Uh, <laughs> she is not a cat lizard person like Mandy is. She is human. Although I will say, as currently written, that doesn't necessarily mean anything other than she is not a direct descendant of Mandy's because the alien races aren't unique to the factions. Does that make sense? Right. Well, I imagine like everyone who isn't like colonists or interstellar council were human, but I guess that's like a erroneous thing to assume. It's It's more that the way the game currently I imagined it, it's that like... So if you imagine Star Trek, right, there's a million different kinds of aliens that are a part of the Federation. And if you imagine Star Wars, there's a million different types of aliens that are a part of the Senate. So it's kind of the same here where there's a bunch of different aliens that make up all of these different factions. And you as players are free to have whatever flavor you want on top of your characters. Cool. Yeah, see, the funny thing is, like, I just defaulted to human in my brain, but I didn't actually, like, establish that, so I could have, I could probably, like, choose whatever. You can. Like, Mandy's a scaly-looking cat, and Zach's an amoeba. I am not an amoeba. (laughs) (laughs) But you could be an amoeba, Vinny. Caitlin's human. I am. So, no, this is not a a lizardy cat person, and that means it is not Mandy's child. Hey, saddle, saddle. She, like, grabs her hand. I will not settle down until I've been returned to my vessel. We can't we, we can't return you until you, you stop flailing, all right? Now, my name's Jyla. She pauses for a moment. Jyla, what is your rank? Uh, outlaw? Uh, we're, we're saving you, all right? <laughs> you were unconscious, and now you're not. 
saving me. Now that is a funny way to put it. I'm on board this pirate vessel like I'm some kind of sack of loot. Lyra, Marvin sent us to come and get you. Marvin would never send scoundrels yes. to come and get me. I am a lady. Hi, it's nice to meet you, Lyra. <laughs> I'm Marvin's mom. She kind of pauses for a second and goes, <laughs> Now the familial similarities are becoming clear the more I look upon your face. Be that as it may, why is Marvin not with you? Because he's on, what, what do we call The bison? The bison. Because he is on the bison taking care of that ship. Well, Marvin and I will have words about where his priorities lie. Anyways, <laughs> Agatha, to your feet. The little daughter, like, stumbles. Oh, I said daughter. Sorry, that gave it away. That's her daughter. <laughs> she kind of, like, staggers to her feet all woozy because she's been unconscious. We are taking this vessel and flying home to see my new bow. And she just starts marching away from you guys. Uh, where are you going? Did you not hear what I said about taking this vessel to fly to see my new husband? This was meant to be a honeymoon, so far all I've done is gotten kidnapped. Yeah, I mean, there are worse honeymoons, right? <laughs> I personally have not been on one. No, there are not worse honeymoons. Oh, you clearly have not been married before. I can tell by the, well, everything about you. <laughs> Um, no, this is a bad honeymoon. Anyways. She just kind of marches off still. Where's your helm? Um, Jyla is going to point her to the cargo bay and uh, close the door behind her. Sully points towards the helm <laughs> at the exact same time. <laughs> Can I roll a deception? She looks between the both of you, considering one of you screwed this up. <laughs> I think I'll trust the weird space alien thing and just walks off. So she walks off. <clears throat> Sully. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't think we want her on the helm. Uh, you guys realize, or Jyla, you realize you were pointing at the cargo bay and not the helm, right? Yes, I... <gasps> oh. Yes, I space and well realized what I was doing. It occurs to me that we did not want her on the helm all of the sudden. Or sorry, as you would say, all of the th- sudden. So I have, a, I have a question real quick. When we rescued them, were we... Well, they were the only ones on the ship, right? Were we about that yeah okay. they were the only ones on the ship if not i was gonna go back and look for more but if the, if we were if we already knew that they were the only ones then i won't bother i'm gonna follow her up to the helm then oh and this is the really fancy one the really fancy the, overdone ship the yeah. one that like bothers you because it's done wrong yeah so she just like walks into the kitchen and you hear lucy booming something about uh, her sitting down and making food. And she, you just hear her go, I do not need sustenance, I need the helm. And then he, you just hear him, like, give terse directions to the helm. <laughs> and the door slams behind her and she walks off. I'm, I'm following her. I don't intend to let her take control of my ship. <laughs> How closely are you following her? I was. I figured I'm right behind her. Oh, okay. Well, she was going to lock you in the cargo bay if you hadn't been following her very closely. Um, okay, so who who all's who all is where right now as this is happening? Because she's still just walking towards the helm until someone like actually stops her. Jyla is going to the kitchen to ask Lucy for some bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's what Jyla's doing. Vi, what are you doing? Uh, I think I need to go help Mal. Okay, it's probably my responsibility. You are related to her because <laughs> she's family. I do not require an escort through this ship. Dingy as it may be, I am perfectly capable of finding a helm. The large man in power armor was very helpful. It's too bad that this this isn't an escort. Look, we... Yes, uh, so unfortunately for you, this is my ship. Uh, I'm the captain of, of the honor here, so, I mean, I don't intend to let you take the helm. I can fly it just fine. She she looks at you and just goes, hmm. I, tu- I, turn, to, I turn to Vi and uh, say... Not quietly enough on purpose. Man, Marvin has some weird taste in women. <laughs> I want her to hear this. She slaps you in the face really hard. <laughs> take one point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take any damage. It's just a pride point. Just just to my pride. Yeah, I probably deserve that. But I mean, this is still my ship, so... This is your ship, is it? Yeah. You do not seem like a member of the Imposition. No. Did you not get the part where we're out the outlaws? So this ship is stolen. I mean, stolen's a relative term. Um, yeah, stolen is a relative word for I'm stealing your ship. 
Yeah, that's not. Listen, happen. the United Colonies have no place to judge people stealing ships. Lyra, I'm going to need you to go and sit until we get to the bison, okay? We can handle driving now, our ship. Now, you might be Marvin's mother, but we have not met up until this point, and I find it ghastly that you would dare to give me orders. Excuse me? Was I unclear about my feelings? I could use smaller words. <laughs> How close am I to the door of the helm? Do, do we have a way to stun her? <laughs> 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 um, you do. You probably could. Well, actually, no, you don't. Sorry. No, you don't. You know who does? Sully. <laughs> you can come ask me for drugs. Sully doesn't question a lot of things. How cl- close am I to the door versus her? Can I push her out and shut the door? Uh, you can make a, um, oh, shoot. There is actually a move for exactly that. If you fail, though, that's not going to be good for you. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing I didn't fail. That's a nine. Okay. Um, your hard choice is you are stuck in the room with her. Like, you can't throw her through. Actually, no. So this isn't really a choice. Mandy could, Mandy could use a camaraderie point to make it a ten. You could. You could make it a ten. Yeah, I don't want to deal with this girl. This is going to be a ten. <laughs> okay. So with the ten, what happens is you shove her back to put her in the kitchen and then close the door and lock her in there. And she grabs your hand. Oh, no. I just want to get her out of the helm. You get, yeah, I, I know, I know. Okay. So you shove her back, and she catches your hand, and uh, Malcolm has to kind of, like, step in and break her grip before she just drags you with her, and the door slides shut. I'm going to get on the, I'm going to get on the comms. They, yeah, Lucy, um, this, uh, this lady's not being very cooperative. Uh, try to contain her to the kitchen, but don't, like, hurt her. Um, I will say... Captain Malcolm, this is an area in which I am rather uncomfortable. Um, you see, we of the imposition, intimidating as we are, um, I have spent very little time speaking to women. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me laughing, not Mal. <laughs> this is me laughing at Cody. <laughs> and the line uh, cuts off as he like hangs up. Well, good luck, Lucy. So, do you uh, take off toward the bison then? No. Yeah. Do I need to make a, Do I need to make a roll for not really doing heroic pilot? Uh, yeah, okay. actually, you do. That is a nine. Uh, okay, cool. So, there's really not much with it. There, there was really only something bad if you rolled under um, a seven. So, you guys are well on your way back to the bison, just kind of puttering off. But we're going to cut back to the uh, commissary. I don't know. Cafeteria. What do you want to what is what's it called on a ship when you have a kitchen? I've just I've just been saying kitchen. Let's just say kitchen. We cut back to the kitchen. Space, space kitchen. So where we have Jyla drinking bourbon <laughs> and she sees um, the uh, Lyra. Mm, let me get the name right. Yep. It's Lyra. Lyra gets shoved back through the door and the door slammed in her face. She kind of then huffs and turns around, looks at you and goes, Hmm, so how did you become a pirate? Jyla looks at her and takes a sip of bourbon and does not respond. (laughs) Well, now that just seems... There are very few of us Guild of Commerce folk on board at the moment, as I can see. And I was hoping to find a small amount of camaraderie. Not space me sideways. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin, you didn't reel into this. Now that kind of vulgarity might be appropriate in front of you devious souls, but I have a child with me. And from her, like, waist, you hear, Yeah, she has a child with her! <laughs> Hush now, let mama do the talking. So are we, you're saying we're buddy-buddy now because... We've both come from the great almighty guild of commerce. I don't think so. Well, in some sense, we are both on run from the great guild of commerce. Yeah, that sounds like a more interesting story. Why? Why are you not with them? She slumps in a chair and kind of like does not really a faint, but she like kind of throws her head back, hand on her brow and goes, what else? (laughs) Love. Love. That's what this, I said. Uh, I said love. Yes. Handsome Marvin swept you off your feet. I take it. Well, 
Now, I would not go so far as to call him handsome in a traditional sense. <laughs> All right. Vice face right there was a little bit <laughs> stern. <laughs> no, but what I mean is he swept me off my feet. He is such a gentleman. Right. A, an ugly gentleman? I, I'm sorry. I don't understand. I did not say he was ugly. I just merely said not traditionally handsome. There are many kinds of beauty. His happens to be the kind where he hastily builds me a weird-looking ship. But I love him for it. She says kind of wistfully. Is Marvin just Cody? No. <laughs> Hurtful. <laughs> after you, after he is called ugly, is it Cody? <laughs> no, it's the cobbling together No, part. no, it's fine, Caitlin. Tell me how you really feel about my fictional characters. Yes, all of these are somewhat autobiographical. In that everything written by a person is. Sorry. What part of your psyche is Lyra representing? <laughs> the saddest part. <laughs> so the part usually in control? <laughs> yeah, right? Anyway, so Arya, you've... I imagine your family can't be happy about this whole turn of events. No, they are not, but that has not been a concern of mine for years. I am my own person. She looks off into the distance. You're not a uh, get off from family funds, perhaps? Are you implying that I seem wealthy to the point of spoiling? I didn't say that. I enjoy the finer things just because you don't does not make me somehow worthless. I, I enjoy some finer things, too. They just I can't imagine they're the same things that you enjoy. But I was basing this off your um, flamboyant ship that we found you on? Well, all things being fair, I did not make that massacre of a vessel. That was Marvin and his... I don't want to say misguided, but endearing attempt to woo me. Uh, that explains the all the, the, mis, the misplaced Guild of Commerce thing. Uh, Just a little bit. It was very I, sweet. Can I be real honest with you? I mean, I feel like you have been up to this point, to the point of being offensive, so <laughs> you may. Well, okay, I won't say that what I was going to say then, because it would probably be offensive. Anyway, so you're- No, we're there. We're at that point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no matter. You're just ready to leave the Guild of Commerce life behind? I mean, I was really ready, but- Well, you know, you make your money in a way that you think- is just and fair. I was a very good merchant for very many years. And then, well, I met a cat-eyed reptilian and he just swept me off my feet. And then I realized some of what I was doing was maybe suspect. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. I can't wait to see his scaly face again. <laughs> Although him abandoning me and sending a very grouchy mother-in-law to rescue me is going to be a conversation. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait to see him either. Uh, I will say that. <laughs> Good old Marvin. All right. So I feel like that scene's done. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the piloting check was successful. So you managed to you managed to fly back to the bison with no problems. You dock. So the door slides open. I'm imagining the airlock is in the, like, cargo bay. Is that all right? Are we all okay with that? Being sure. Cool. Yeah. So the cargo bay door opens. Do you all want to just walk on board the vessel all at once? Sure. No, I'm going to wait for that <laughs> woman to get off the ship first. Are we taking the other fam the other, the family and the one other guy and his dog thing? Yeah, I imagine all of them would be coming with you. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk with them. So as soon as the door opens... They all run on board. Marvin's there waiting as there's kind of like this sudden onrush of people. And then very slowly walking off the vessel in step with each other are Lyra and her daughter. Um, as soon as Lyra sees his new wife, he goes, Lyra, I'm so happy to slap. He gets smacked in the face <laughs> and head held high. Lyra and her daughter walk past Marvin. <laughs> Yeah, I think congratulations are in order, I hear. Yeah, uh, quite, quite a catch you got there. Uh, That's Marvin. not what you were saying on the ship, you two. You guys complained the whole way back. <laughs> th th thanks. Thank you, Sullivan. Sully, go wait on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this is this one of those times that this I'm... This is one of those times that we talked uh, about. Yep, 
You yeah. got it. Oh, okay. She is lovely. <laughs> and I, 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 I turn, I turn to Jyla and say, sometimes I swear he does that on purpose. I will say, I feel refreshed that all of you find him strange as well. I was beginning to think it was just me, but thank you for saving Lyra. I appreciate. You guys find me strange. We'll talk about it later. Yes, you're welcome. It. You're welcome, Marvin. So. I think I'm in trouble. I think maybe I should have come with you. Maybe. I mean, as seeing as your wife uh, kind of slapped you across the face there, and she mentioned multiple times about how she was upset that you didn't rescue her yourself. Yeah. She, yeah, I don't think she's very happy with you at the moment. That's a conversation for us to have, I think. He says, kind of just staring. I mean, yeah, she said that multiple times that it'll be a conversation. Well, that's good. That means we can talk about it. We'll get there. Anyways, hi, Mom. Did you meet Lyra? Yes. Yes. So she's... how'd that go? She's interesting. Am I going to have to do more damage control because of you? Probably. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, you know, we saved her life, but... Aside from that... Uh, didn't let her take over the ship? Well, let's put it this way. Um, she seemed... She seemed intent on taking over our ship, which we didn't take very kindly to. And so we might have locked her in the kitchen. Oh, you should have let her. She's a really good pilot. Oh. You did... You locked her in the kitchen? What With everyone, everyone else? else? She wasn't by herself. You, you know, this might score me points because I haven't locked her in a kitchen, so... Well, okay, let's say we didn't lock, necessarily lock her in the kitchen. We locked her away from the helm. Well, I mean, you could have let her fly the ship. That would have gone a long way i think to yeah but when when someone comes aboard your ship and says i'm taking control of your ship try and stop me wouldn't you try and stop them well she's an honored guest and no that's not how that works for marvin we as that was our first date she stole my ship that's great but she stole your ship then she didn't just try to take over someone's ship like who was rescuing her well yeah I am interested in this story, though. Maybe some other time. Well, um, might be part of the reason why the Guild of Commerce is so intent on capturing us. Because they want her back? So our family is, uh... How did I know this was coming? Well... So, let let me see if I can piece this together. This is just kind of my own speculation. My guess is you had some deal with her family that got you the materials you needed. And then you kind of whisked her away and then promptly also didn't pay them for the goods? Is that, is this, am I in the ballpark? Well, let me just say that they look at it partially as kidnapping. Um, it's not, but the Guild of Commerce does not look fondly upon her and all of her resources and expertise suddenly leaving them. I see now. Oh, so so it's not it's not that you owe them money. It's just she gave you stuff, and they say you owe them money. No, I owe them I'm money too. Them. No, I'm in debt. I'm in lots of debt. I'm in oh, lots of okay. debt. Sorry, I, I I tried I tried to I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. That probably it was wasn't kind of warranted. like I'm in lots of debt, and then I poached the bank's employee. Does that make sense? Oh. That's Marvin, kind of what Marvin, it's like. Marvin. Imagine if you were in debt to a bank, and then. And then you hired their best, like, banking agent to be your banking agent. That's kind of how they look at it right now. I tried to tell them it's just because I'm in love. They didn't go for that. Are you in love? With Lyra? Yes. You should have seen the way she stole my ship. Here's the thing about... Okay, so, you know, we assumed these Guild of Commerce people, they're all just, like, these pampered... Like, little bells of people that are all wisping around. She managed to steal my ship. Do you know how cool that is? She's so resourceful. Without any help. I think uh, I think you and I have different uh, different views on how first dates go. But that's, I guess, to each their own. I mean, honestly, I'm not that... I mean, that, that aspect does make her more attractive than I was led to believe by meeting her. So I will say that. I mean... Was she mean? Only in the most condescending way, yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, 
Okay, but I can kind of... Well. But you're married to her, not me. It's fine. Anyways, you guys are outlaws, but that's fine. As a note, Jyla, it may be impressive that you stole a ship, but remember, this is the gentleman who thought opening airlocks was a smart idea on the bridge. Does he still not get that I wasn't actually opening airlocks? We'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, so, also, you got a plan for uh, dealing with the Guild of Commerce? They're, uh, they're not ones to... Surrender lightly. My my hope is to run and not get caught. How are you going to run on a ship that doesn't have fuel? Yeah, you you and what fuel? Well, okay. Talked it over with the crew. We have a plan. So, do you remember way back in... Nope, this doesn't work. Do you remember in all those books about this fictitious planet called Earth? How there used to be a thing called the... Called Sleg Dog Racing? No. Continue. I, I feel like I've vaguely heard of it. Okay, so Sled Dog Racing, right? There's a sled carrying something heavy, and then you have a bunch of puppies, and they run forward and pull the sled. So we're going to do that with the ships! But there's only one ship that works right now, and it's ours. There's only one ship that can support life, but there's a whole lot of ships that have engines, and so we're just going to run ropes between all of us. And by ropes, I mean chains. And by chains, I mean space chains. And they're going <laughs> to tow us. Yeah, I can't imagine that's going to be a very, very quick escape. Uh, you know that the uh, Guild of Commerce has light speed drives, and they could just, like, pop in on you anytime they want, right? But they'd have to find us first. I mean, yeah, it's not a half-bad plan. Space is big if we manage to get away from where they can sense us or visually lock onto us. Could work. We got a cloaking plan? I don't have a big enough jacket for the whole ship. Oh, you got a cloaking jacket? Hey, can I check it out sometime? It's, it's neither here nor there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't have that plan. I just have a plan to keep us moving to hopefully a habitable planet. I mean... Where we can then land. That's start. Um. That's that's more than I thought we had, right? So now all we have to do is escape or convince the Guild of Commerce to stop looking for you. Is there anything they you have that they want that you're willing to give up? I mean, have? Yes, Lyra. Probably not enough to get them to stop chasing me. Um, that I'm willing to give up? No, not Lyra. So let me... Let me ask, how much are you in debt to the Guild of Commerce? Not counting Lyra that they say you stole, how much like actual money do you owe them? Okay, out of And don't and don't BS me. Out of game, don't know how to answer this question a lot, and you guys don't have money. Does that make sense? I didn't know if the outlaws could like basically pay off his debt to get them off get them off him. I didn't know how that I don't think that's what the outlaws do. Yeah, I would say one, not what the outlaws two do, and two, no, probably not. They don't have that much money. Okay. It's a lot of money. This was like an entire colony of people okay. that were being sustained by supplies from the Guild of Commerce. I also don't think you get out of debt with the Guild of Commerce, do you? No, they're they're persistent. I mean, you can if you paid it all off in one giant lump sum that you got from somewhere magical. Otherwise, the interest just keeps building up to the point where it's impossible to pay it. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, you just get repoed and then, you know. So, uh... That's the situation. I think we're now. looking at a, maybe a distraction and an escape plan. Something to... I think we're looking at I still need an escort until I get where I'm going. So I can get us moving, I think. Hopefully. As much as using ships to tow other ships through light speed can work, I can do that. But we're still probably going to get attacked unless we get incredibly lucky. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess we're escorting you? Yes. Hey, look at the bright side. Chances are, Jyla, we won't get space twice in one mission. I mean, yeah. Did you already get blown into space once? Yeah, it's been a real long day, Marvin real long day yeah well yeah you know, think about before it this way. i met your lovely wife <laughs> okay you know what she's a little caustic when you first just give her a minute okay she was dead probably when you found her it sounds like although you didn't technically tell me that so i don't know but i could infer it's a weird thing to infer she should have been a little bit nicer yeah. since we literally saved her life yeah i mean okay i'll, I'll lay it out there she was unconscious probably Probably about to die, 
we revived her and she immediately started accosting us as kidnappers. Well, you know, okay, like, she didn't know who you were, again, problem on my end, probably should have come with you, my fault. So she probably kind of looked like kidnappers a little bit. I mean, she's kidnap worthy, if that makes sense. <laughs> Not the best compliment you had, Marvin. What I mean is that the Guild of Commerce would like her back and would kidnap her. I guess we're we're ready to escort you whenever. If you're ready to hook up your ships. I mean, that's great. You can think about it as a wedding present, he says and smiles. <laughs> Looks at uh, Vi, at, I assume. Vi. No, no. No, let's let's just go. <laughs> he looks a little crestfallen and then scurries off. So so wait, is he expecting a wedding present from someone he didn't invite to the wedding? He, I thought he was being yes, tongue he in was cheek. being tongue in cheek. Of I, yes, Ali. Will this work? I don't trust the engineering of this operation, but I trust your engineering. Uh, is this possible? Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't. I mean. Uh, I feel like the colonists have done similar things before when we've had ships go out. This is a really big ship, though, to do that for. So I, uh, I'm not sure, but I guess that's part of the reason we should stay escorting them in case we need to, you know, do something to help them. Whether that's just go get them some stupid fuel or... Uh, you know, hopefully we won't have to jumpstart their life support system again. <laughs> Here's hoping. Can Jyla and Vi have a scene, like, while working on, like, getting the engine set up or something? Yes. Like, well, I guess yes. I don't have to really be part of that. <laughs> I'm definitely having a scene with the captain then. Okay. We need cool. to bond, Vinny. There's probably enough uh, that still needs to be repaired on our ship, so yeah. Come join me, Vi. Or Jai. Oh, gosh. <laughs> ah, it's not just me. It's hard. It is hard. I'll say Vika is like the main one fixing things and Jyla is like helpfully handing her what she needs. Um, and we're like overcharging. Kind of pointing out that she, you don't have to use duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> My instinct. I just keep passing her duct tape and she's like, no, other thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is also really funny since she's used to having Sully help her where Sully always has the right tool. Yeah. She's getting his duct tape. His duct tape. <laughs> no, not... Jai, not the duct tape. So, how you doing with all this, Vika? Uh It's been kind of a whirlwind day wouldn't you say yeah yeah um i'm not thrilled uh at a lot of things you know i can i can see why he would be married to someone like lyra so i don't like i'm not upset by that necessarily but uh you know she's a little abrasive (laughs) um he seems to have found a strong woman, at least. That, that's something that could be said. You know, uh, I hope that's uh, because there's there's been some strong women in his life, and that's how that happened. At least that's what I'll tell myself. <laughs> I'm mostly just... I, I don't know. It's I, I would love to be very open to her, because uh, I'm feeling real guilty right now. Uh, about leaving for the outlaws and not exactly talking to my kids about it. Um, but I know it's a good thing for me and I, they just are gonna have to deal with it. And I guess I'm just gonna have to deal with them being upset at me for a while. Well, I I know it probably doesn't, doesn't help a ton, but I'm, I'm glad you're here. It makes any makes any difference. It does. Thanks, Jai. I, I. It makes sense to be here. It makes a lot of sense to be here with you, and with the the crew. I'm glad. So I don't regret that at all. Duct tape. No, Jai. <laughs> <laughs> That's our scene. So I think we're up in the helm like fixing like nav systems and stuff because a lot of stuff went out right yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
If you're fixing nav systems, you're fixing nav systems. That works. You could be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what all is broken still. You could be like rigging something so you can sense where all the ships are that you're going to be towing. Or kind of setting up navigation between the bison and yourself. <laughs> it's like running like a very simple program. <laughs> We're just sitting <laughs> waiting for it to load. <laughs> It's like connecting Bluetooth to your car, and we're just like sitting there. It's like connecting, connecting, <laughs> connecting. Yeah, and then part of the time is it just we're just waiting for code to compile and just kind of sitting there waiting. Like we're not doing a whole lot. Uh, so weird day, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this has been an interesting, interesting day to say the least. So, so be honest with me. I'm not strange, am I? Strange is not the not the right word. Marvin Marvin used a bit of a bit of a strong word there. Um, I don't think you're strange. You just uh, you tend to. I, so I understand that honesty is important to you and and everything. But sometimes when we need to lie, you sometimes ruin it for us. Yes, Jyla has pointed that out on many occasions. <laughs> and. Like I I, un- I understand I understand that it's not not easy for you, but it's really hard to get through a get to to deceive people when when someone says the exact opposite of what we just said. Well, I don't know why I come off as the trusting one all the time. People think seem to think I'm off-putting. I found out today. So I mean that just is probably a bit of a bit of racism. I mean you're it's it it happens. Well. It's unfortunate. I don't like it. Other than the racism, Mandy's kid seems all right. Though I I worry about him flying a ship and his choice of yeah, is questionable at best. Yeah, he seems to he seems to have made a few questionable life choices, but overall he doesn't seem like he's like he's too terrible. But I I am sorry that I frustrate our deceptions. I am just not always sure that they are occurring. It's more difficult being more in tune with. Now, it, the cosmic sphere of things it lends one to not be as focused on the here and now at times yeah and I, I understand and I mean don't, don't worry about it we we would we wouldn't have you any other way well that is good to hear and seen <laughs> I, I do have one more question oh, Captain. And unseen <laughs> uh, yeah uh, yeah Sullivan do you think all the women in the Guild of Commerce are so profoundly unique well i mean of, of the of the two that i've had uh had close experience with i would definitely say they're unique from each other um because they are not at all alike I, I'm, I'm not really sure about that I, I guess i need a bigger sample size to be able to really really answer that one end scene <laughs> awesome so while this is going on you um either help or just see all of the ships that were kind of ripped apart and damaged in the attack from the Guild of Commerce, whether remotely or because people are managing to pilot them after some repairs, all lash themselves to the bison, this one big kind of still life-supporting out-of-gas vessel, and start to tow it into light speed. This is absolutely something that is not meant to happen. Like, it's not... A good idea but it is a workable idea i i don't know the space physics on towing something to light speed but i think it would be okay because like as long as you don't get to light speed really quickly you're really not putting any more strain on a tether than you would because it's the acceleration not the actual total speed gathered Vinny, I'm right about that, right? Yeah, and I mean, if we're if we're gonna use like analogies from the sci-fi that we're borrowing from, like in Star Trek, the way they go to light speed is they like create a bubble around their ship, and so theoretically, something else could sit inside that bubble and also travel at the same speed. They all put together their big bubbles. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Try it in Kerbal and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, nope, we're not gonna. Fall down that rabbit hole of me thinking if... Anyways. I'm excited for the Kerbal race to be a playable faction. (laughs) So it's a pretty sick feeling, though, getting... And I say sick, and I mean, like, queasy-inducing feeling as you, with your ship, uh, attempt to help tether this giant vessel across the galaxy, slowly working your way up to 
um, fast enough travel to reach the desired planet. As you're rippling along, you can feel like the normal smooth hum of a drive is disrupted by all the interference from all these other ships as you kind of bounce your way across the galaxy haphazardly. Um, when you finally reach your destination, there's a kind of loud clanging noise as all of these ships at once try to kind of drop out of hyperspace in whatever way that they can. And also... For, for a second there, I thought you said that... For a second, I thought you said that when when you arrive, there's a fleet of Guild of Commerce ships waiting for you or something like that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you're taking the wind out of my sails a little bit, Vinny. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> you arrive... By a planet that should be able to support life, it'd be a reasonable destination for, um, it'd be a reasonable destination for a, um, well, I'm sorry, United Colonies, uh, a colony to be made by the United Colonies, right? As the ship drops out of warp, you see this kind of lush planet, and rounding it in orbit, you see a giant Guild of Commerce galleon. And immediately, the little light on your display starts to blink, indicating that you're being hailed. Uh, that does not look good for us, everybody. Yeah, this doesn't seem doesn't seem very good. Uh, I answer the call. Uh, hello, how how can I help you? Hello, how are all of you doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? I am fine. Now, I assume you with the one weird little vessel that seems to be from the Imposition, but has stuff spray painted on the outside of it. And also has a ship glued to the outside of it somehow that appears to be one of mine. Are the outlaws that I heard so much about? You seem to know know enough about us, Captain. Captain, is this one of the times we're doing a deception? Uh, not 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 yet. I'll I'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> okay, thank you, Captain. I would hope there's. Did did you turn off the comms for that conversation? I assumed that the comms did not get turned off for what for what Sully said. I assumed Sully was out of frame, like he's in the room with the captain. Okay, so it was shouted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think any deception will be necessary. I think it's pretty clear what's happening. I believe that one of your crew members is somehow related to a crew member on board that big wallowing mess that is. That United Colonies vessel, they asked the outlaws for help, y'all showed up, y'all blew up some of my ships. I have two very upset captains complaining about how you were unfair during the combat and used backhanded strategies to win yeah, the battle. Yeah, they didn't, they, didn't, uh, they didn't like how I pretended to be, uh, be their man that boarded my ship, huh? Now look, I'm not saying I agree with them, I consider them to be singularly narrow-minded and it's why they are captaining currently a tiny little crappy ship whose job it is to attack other tiny little crappy ships. I just still think it's funny how they actually fell for it. Okay, look, they're getting fired, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. If you are looking to recruit outlaws, you have two that are totally up for recruitment, because I don't need them. My point is, usually this type of thing would be beneath me. But you managed to cause enough trouble that now this whole ship is here. And I have to take that United Colonies vessel, along with any property that it possesses that might be valuable. And that's just how it has to be. Now we could do the whole thing where we have a big shootout and I blow up everything, but I don't want that. Yeah, I don't think I'd particularly want that either. So we're in agreement. Just surrender the vessel and everything on board, and then we're all fine. I mean, I said I didn't want it. I didn't say it wasn't going to happen. Well, now those are different things. I mean, I also, I also can't let you take take these ships. Like, uh, kind of, kind of here to protect them, and you're what you're proposing kind of goes against what I was hired to do. So, well, how much were you offered to be paid? I can like probably at least actually pay you which i doubt you're being paid at all now i mean that's not the point cap can we uh discuss this yeah uh give, give me a second to confirm with my crew i'll i'll get with back with you in a minute sure and also call that bison i think it'll be nicer coming from you than it will be from me they don't tend to like us much all right i close the connection all right this is uh this is kind of a kind of a jam we're in here i don't I don't particularly want to give over the United Colonies ships, seeing as that's kind of the opposite of what we're hired to do. But I also don't really like our odds in a battle against that 
Is it, I assume is this ship bigger than ours? Is that the idea? Is it's a massive ship? Well, Galleons are bigger, right? Size. Okay, the bison is a massive ship. It is a massive, barely working, already been attacked ship. That galleon over there is a massive working ship. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a, it's a class bigger than us. Yeah. So it, but it's a it it's a class size bigger than ours. Is what I was asking. It's a class size bigger than yours, but so is the bison. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't particularly like our odds against going going against that ship, uh, seeing as we're we've already taken some damage and they are in perfect condition at the moment. Don't think it would go well in our favor. Yeah, my question is, who are we talking to? Lyra, Lyra's family slash company is not real happy that she's with the United Colonists now, and I'm wondering if man we're talking to has something personal going on. And is going to expect us to return Lara. Cause I kind of assumed that was going to be part of it, because based on how Marvin was talking, it didn't sound like uh, didn't sound like they were too keen on letting her stay there. I mean, they also said hand over the ship and everything on them, and Lyra and Marvin are both on said ship they want us to hand over. Is there anything to stop us from just sending over a people-less ship? I totally thought you were going to say bomb. Oh, a bomb! <laughs> yeah, we can take all the people off and rig it to explode. Or, oh, hey, hold up. I do not sanction this, and this will never come out of my mouth ever again. I'm listening. What if we just teleport a bomb into their sh- engine room? Now that, silly, is diabolical. I'm, I'm so proud of you. I mean, I'm hoping if you just, like, turn the fridge into a bomb, at least this time it's not on our ship. Well, no, I don't think Lucy would take kindly to me doing something else to his kitchen. <laughs> I think that one's out of the question, but uh, I'm sure we could figure out something else. I mean, if you're not going to turn any appliances into a bomb, forget I said anything. Oh, no, I like this train of thought. We still have to get their shields down before we can transport anything over. Is that how that works, Cody? I mean, that's how it is in every other sci-fi. So we have not established how that works. I, w- I was just going on Star Trek rules because that's how that works. Because you can't you can't transport onto a hostile ship while their shields are up. The problem is I was going by FTL rules, and FTL you can teleport immediately. Here's what I'll say: if the shields are up, it's a role that you can fail. How about that? So you can do it, but now it's not just. I do it and it's done. It's a role that you have to make, and failing it will have consequences. And is that a if I fail, I die in a transporter accident, or or I just don't transport. Okay. Well, I mean, not necessarily. That would be a pretty that would be a pretty crude. That'd be a pretty bad. It'd be like you take damage in a transporter accident, or like the transporter damages your ship, or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Or it'd be like if you were transporting a person and that person then hit the shield and was just left floating in space. <laughs> Ooh, that one's pretty bad. That could be killing you. <laughs> Now that I think about that, that's basically killing you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because especially because you wouldn't tra- you wouldn't transport with a suit on. Well, maybe now you guys always transport with your suits on because <laughs> now I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happens. Anyways, that's my ruling on that. So doable but not definite. I'm I'm still interested to say the least. I mean, a bomb is involved. You're always interested. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mentioned it. I'm gonna side with Jai here because. I mean, honestly, I would rather get slugged or spaced instead of handing over, uh, you know, my kid and whatever I think of his wife doesn't matter. Not to play space devil's advocate, but... (laughs) The space devil? (laughs) How dare you say his name? By the way, the space devil is chaos, just so you know. (laughs) I was going to say (laughs) Spoocifer. Well, that's- Why'd you do that while I was taking a drink? <laughs> it's all in my nose. Spoocifer! <laughs> Thanks, Zach! Remember, guys, when we meet the evil agents of chaos, their head honcho is Spoocifer. <laughs> if you call the head honcho of chaos Spoocifer, I'm going to be so upset at you. <laughs> Write it down. Write it down. Character goal. Call the space devil Spoocifer. All right, play Space Devil's Advocate. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Spoocifer's Advocate, do you want... There is a risk that they will be able to blow up the colonist ship, though, correct me if I'm wrong, Jyla, though the Guild of Commerce are, as you put it, 
conniving scum of the planet, they don't really just kill people off right for defaulting on debt. No, usually they want to get as much uh, coin out of them as they can. So, though I don't think it would be, I don't know if it's the best plan, it is the safest plan. Like, everybody lives. Which, which one is the safest plan? I mean, just giving up. I'm not saying we should do it, but I don't... No. I don't know how much in danger you're okay with your family being, Vika. And I'm saying we give them what for, but I also don't want to make the choice when it's not my family. Well, I think we've ruled out surrendering them, right? And we've ruled out fighting them, right? So now we're left to deception and stealth. So? I vote the stealth. That where we managed to transport a bomb aboard their ship. I feel like that will be easier than trying to have me lie my way through anything. That's probably true. Uh, so now the question is, where do we want this getting transported to? What do we need to take out in order to get a clean getaway? I feel like that's a, a Vika question. Well, it is. We definitely have to take out the engine, um, can I roll, uh, ability roll to, to know things about a ship? Sure. Do you have a special ability for that, Vika? I do. It's my, uh, career ability or whatever. Class ability. Um, that is a 10. Cool. So with the 10, you know that the Guild of Commerce, especially their large vessels, you can like see this from the way their exhaust is routed out of their big engine room. They um, have a tricky way of shielding their core because of all the cosmetics that they glue onto their ships. Like it can't just be designed for efficiency. It's also designed for appearance. So because of that, the way that they cool their engine is not super efficient. Um, because it has to go through all this complex pipework to make it look neat as it's flying through space. Um, so you know that there's like an actually pretty innocuous place that you could transport a bomb, blow it up, it would seal the exhaust system, and it would overheat the core almost immediately. I tell all of you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a great idea, Vika. Question, Cody. Yes. Would it be easier to, tr- like, would it be the same difficulty to transport one of us with a bomb and then, like, kind of, like, like crawl on the outside of the ship and put it on in there as it would be just to teleport the bomb into it. So do you want to know my out of game answer to that question? Yes. If you did it with that, it would be two rolls, one roll to transport the bomb and you inside of a shield and the other roll to have you place the bomb well in space. If you just transport the bomb, it would be one roll <laughs> to transport the bomb inside of a shield to the correct location. <laughs> so, like, technically, maybe it would be easier, but the reality is it just adds another well, place for it to well, fail. Well, but- we could say, like, if the the, fir- the roll to transport just the bomb is a mixed success, somebody could transport in. Yeah, to- that's true. Like, move it? That could be a solution. Zach, how hard are you trying to kill yourself right now? No, I was just... I was one, well, I was trying to raise the stakes, more so. But more of what I was wondering is if we if, if we could teleport outside of the shield. Like, I don't know how the shield... Like, if the shield's a bubble or, like... I don't think you could just walk through the shield. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think you could just be like, bloop, and then you're through the shield because you move slow. Okay. It's not like in Star Wars where you can throw a knife through a shield, but you can't shoot through it for some reason, you know? Well, I was thinking more, it's like you could, I was thinking like Portal, where you can like walk through like the like gates and stuff without like just being dead. Nah, I think they're pretty impervious up until, but you can transport through them because transport, I don't know, that, you can transport through it. That's my answer. Things I never thought I'd say in my life, but Jyla, go make us a bomb. Oh gosh, I sure hope we don't regret this. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music from the show is from danosongs.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. 
It's trouble that makes the outlaw. 